welcome to the Dropship Podcast, the number one dropshipping podcast in the world. Today, we're going to talk how much does it cost to start a dropshipping business in 2023. Now, we've, we've done this show before. I believe it was like episode five or something like that. And we want to give a little bit of nuance based on where we are right here, right now in 2023. But the fact remains the same. This is one of the most economical business models as far as getting started that there is. I don't, I don't know if there is something that competes with this, John. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's hard to say. I mean, maybe if you're starting like a dog walking business or something like that, or some sure. small little local business that you didn't need to buy much equipment or you could just go around and drop some leaflets in people's letterboxes or something like that, you know, go out to get your first customers. I mean, that, there's probably a few options like that. You want to be somebody that goes and yeah, walks dogs or. Or a niche know. site, right? Uh, online yeah. business model. I think a niche site would be the same. You're going to probably True. wait a lot yeah. longer for those returns to come in, but you can start for less. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. But um, yeah, I think there's not much that you could take to the same sort of size that you can take a high ticket dropshipping business that you're going to start for this much. So your, your dog walking business is not, well, it's unlikely, very, very unlikely to become a seven figure a year business, right? I mean, yes, be there a lot might of dogs. be some exception. <laughs> it's a lot of dogs to walk, right? A lot of, a lot of dog walkers to do the walking. Um, so yeah, and, and certainly nothing that you can grow to that size with, you know, ongoing in an ongoing sense i think the the comparative financial commitment still stays fairly low right i mean you don't have to hire a huge team of people to help you grow one of these businesses and all that sort of thing so yeah there's definitely i think some nuance in, in what we can say here particularly post-launch like when, with your marketing and whatnot what are you spending there because i think people do like to plan ahead a little bit so like we we talk about you can build the business for x amount but then what am I going to need to spend once the business is launched, you know, to, to get customers coming in and make those first sales and then get more customers coming in. So I think the first time we talked about this was back in 2021, I want to say. So, you know, have things changed or are they the same? Yeah, and I think if you're listening to this and you got here by searching dropshipping, we are talking high ticket dropshipping here. In our last episode, we talked a lot about low ticket dropshipping, uh, reasons why we're not a big fan of it. We do think high ticket is the way to go here. And so we're going to express what this looks like from a high ticket dropshipping perspective. For the longest time, John, I've said the, the words, you can start a high ticket dropshipping business for less than $500. And I think right before this call, we talked about the Google ads part of this being a little bit more. And that's kind of where the nuance factors in here for 2023. People are wondering, hey, John, Ben, if I buy your course, what other expenses am I going to need to think about as I build this business, as I grow this business? Uh, and that kind of comes, well, part of that comes down to the Google ads coupon, which we'll get to at the end. But the very first thing you need when you start your high ticket dropshipping business is a domain. You have to have a URL for your next expense, Shopify, to exist on. You can buy a domain for roughly $12, somewhere in that range. You can find some coupons. I'm a big Namecheap guy. Uh, Namecheap does a really good job with SEO, by the way. Just type in Namecheap coupon. You will find the first result will be Namecheap themselves giving you a coupon to use on their site. I think it comes out to around $980 or something like that. So $10 to get a domain. John and I recommend uh, Lean Domain Search. I think there's probably some others out there that will really help you like hone in on, on a domain that is available, that the socials are available, uh, that, you know, fits what you're trying to do as a business. And then again, you'll need Shopify. <clears throat> I believe you get an extended free trial. Could be wrong with our affiliate link. It is dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash Shopify, or just go to shopify.com and sign up. Uh, it is $29 a month. 
if you buy for the year, or it is $39 if you go month to month. Start off month to month. You don't have to worry about anything at that point. Take away the risk in there. You've got a domain for roughly $10 to $12. You've got Shopify for $39. And the next up is a little uh, nuance, I would say. You're going to need a theme for your Shopify store. So it's basically like a skin that goes on to your Shopify store. You can get a free theme. I built my first business on a free theme. I'm going to guess that, John, you probably also started on a free theme. But you can buy a paid theme. Uh, and they can get quite expensive if you decide to go the paid theme route. So I think the lowest I've seen out there is $180, maybe $200. And I think they go all the way up to five, dollars $600 at this point, depending on the theme that you get. Again, quick plug dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash join is where you can hop into our course. And when you buy our full course, we give you a premium theme with your course. We give you Superstore's theme from out of the sandbox because yes, you can start on a free theme. Paid themes do have functions that that free themes do not. John, did you start your first store on a free theme? I know I definitely did. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm really trying to remember. I can picture it in my mind what my first store looked like, which does make me shudder a little bit thinking back to it because it was terrible i think i had like a cream colored background on the side oh, fuck me. just sounds so bad thinking about it uh yeah look I, I i don't remember exactly i know i did switch to um one of the early out of the sandbox themes like i've used out of the sandbox pretty much for the entire time i've been doing high ticket drop shipping eight years um <clears throat> and seen every basically everything those guys have done over that time um as well i've, I've tested a bunch of others from some other developers as well but um yeah, I did switch to one of theirs and they were a lot cheaper than they are today back then, right? Uh, even the paid themes. But um, yeah, I, I probably would have started with a free one, you know, whatever was with Shopify at that time. Um, you know, there were just a lot less themes in general back then. But um, yeah, I mean, you could do that. But the free themes actually aren't bad, I've got to say. The ones they have now are a lot better than they were. Um, and, and there's more than one you can choose from. They're not bad. And actually with developer help, you could really make a lot of improvements to those free themes. It would make them quite good. Or you can just get one that's already got all of those things built into it. And it's just going to go out of the box because if you get six to 12 months down the track and you want to change themes, it's a lot more work to do that, to upgrade, um, than it is just getting it right from the beginning. If that's something that you can, uh, you know, you can swing the cash for that. Look, we're big fans of Superstore out of the sandbox. I believe I transitioned to Retina, which I believe is out of the sandbox as well. In the beginning, I yeah. have worked on Turbo on standingdestination.com is still on Turbo. That's I, I've worked with almost exclusively out of the sandbox here. And there's a reason we recommend them. This the 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 service, the responsiveness, the updates, everything is fantastic with them. So if you are gonna go for a paid theme, that's probably who we would recommend. And again, if you join our course, we give you Superstore theme, your own copy, not not one we duplicated, your own copy that is registered that you can update uh when you join our course. So start if if we start with a free theme here, you're still only at $10 to $12 and $39. So your domain, your Shopify, and your free theme that you got when you signed up for Shopify. The next thing you're going to need is an email. You're going to want ben at mynewstore.com or john at mynewstore.com or support at or contact or returns. 
you're going to want to have a professional email. You're not going to want to have a Gmail. I don't know about you, John, but I've definitely ordered low ticket products uh, off of social media and then then sent an email from you know Joe Bag of Donuts nine three six at gmail dot com. Let us know if you need any help or use PayPal to pay for it. And the PayPal they're using is just some random Gmail. That doesn't make me feel very secure uh, as a customer. It's, and it's, so we recommend spending the $12 for Google Workspace to have this ability and get all of the Google Workspace functions that come with it. Yeah, nothing screams dude sitting on his bed in his bedroom in his pajamas selling stuff more than a Gmail account. Nothing does. It's terrible. I. Yeah, it's it's a pet hate of mine, and, and we do see. You know, I get people every now and then who are like, uh, you know, I'm trying to do this, and I've. It, it can actually be a problem when it comes to running ads and stuff as well. So I'll see people who have used different Gmail accounts in their Google accounts, and their accounts get suspended, like Google Merchant Center and stuff like that. So I would strongly recommend having one like a an email at your domain and using that consistently everywhere, right? Because it will actually potentially um, save you some time down the track and, and, and quite a bit of frustration when it comes to doing your marketing. But more importantly for your customers, it looks like a business. Like there's nothing wrong with running a business in your pajamas from your bed, but that's not what your customer wants to think, be thinking about, right? Because that, you know, it's, it feels to them a lot less trustworthy than buying from an established business. Yeah, I, I like the back end part. So I do this on every business I have. I set up info at mybusinessname.com and that's where I sign up for Google Analytics. That's where I sign up for Merchant Center. That's where I sign up for Search Console. That's where I sign up for Clavio. That's where I sign up for everything yeah. so that it's all housed in one, one place. Address. Yeah. And if I ever do want to sell, which is a great thing to do in high-ticket dropshipping, you're going to get 3 to 5x your yearly profit paid to you in one lump sum. It is way easier to transfer one URL, one Google Workspace than it is stuff from your personal Gmail and all you know the random yeah. passwords. Or John and I recently acquired one where they use the same password on everything. Don't do that either. Go get LastPass. I would recommend that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was bad. Uh, all right. So you're at $12 for a domain, roughly $39 for Shopify. Skip the theme if you want to, and $12. Now you have your email set up at your domain that you just bought. You have your Shopify store. You have all of the Google Workspace features, which there's a lot of them, right? Just using the Google Drive alone is going to be super beneficial to you. But you're going to need a way for your con uh, your customers to contact you outside of email. A lot of them, especially in the United States, are going to want to call you, and they're going to want to see an 800 phone number and not just, again, a local phone number. Now, there's nothing wrong with a local phone number. I do think a toll-free number looks more professional. Personally, I don't think you can go wrong here, but you're going to want to have a dedicated phone line for this business. I like to use Grasshopper. Grasshopper is what we recommend in the course. John, what do you recommend for folks in Australia? Uh, look, there's a few companies that are all very similar and I suspect owned by the same big parent company because their offerings are remarkably the same. But um, uh, Zintel. It's probably the, the company name that I've used the most in Australia. But uh, if you just go and search, you know, one three hundred number provider, you'll get four or five listings, and the the outcome you get with them is all about the same. You can't use grass, Grasshopper here, or some of the other ones that you'll 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 hear people talking about. Same as if you're in Europe or something like that, um, you won't get the the same options that we people talk about in the US. So it's just a case of searching what, what's available in your local area. Um, and there will definitely be something available for whatever your toll-free number system is. Um, 
you know, if you were really out there though, and, and you couldn't find any solution to that, uh, just go and buy a Skype number. Cause you can buy it. Let, let's say you were running a US business and you were living in Kathmandu, just go, go onto Skype, buy a US number, right? It can be a local US number. I think the days where you have to have an 800 number or whatever, I think they're declining a little bit. I, I do see a lot of websites that have e-commerce sites that do have a more local looking number, or even in some cases, mobile numbers uh, in their contact section. And I, I probably wouldn't go the mobile number route at this point, but I think it's becoming more common to have non sort of toll free numbers. But um, anyway, you get a Skype number, uh, it'll look when people call, they'll be calling a US number, but it's going to route to you in whatever country you're in. So you can answer it. Like, yeah, we'd say and that, the costs, majority... that costs, I don't know, a few bucks to set that up. Hey, obviously you're interested in high ticket dropshipping, wondering what you're going to sell. That's usually what people think about long before they ever purchase a course or even get started. John and I want to help you with that. We're running a five day challenge. Check it out at dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash five, five days. You'll figure out exactly what you're going to sell and you'll be ready to start your high ticket dropshipping journey when you're done. The majority of our listeners are in the U.S. I think Grasshopper is the right option. You're right, though, John. Yeah. I think, you know, 855-844. If you get an 800 number, uh, you might have to pay a premium for that. I do think 800 stands off, whereas, like, you know, 877 or 800 or uh, 888. There's no shortage of toll-free numbers, and I don't think they matter anymore now that we're in the cell phone era. But I, I do think they look a little more professional. Again, it's $40. If you don't want that throw your phone number on there, but you better be answering every call. It better not go to, Hey, this is Janie. Sorry. I missed your call. Please leave. It, like it needs to be professional. <laughs> uh, I would pay a voiceover guy on Fiverr, the $10 it's going to cost to have. Thank you for calling my new website.com. All of our representatives are currently busy helping other customers. If you find my store, it is me doing that, by the way, this microphone's fantastic. Uh, all right. So, uh, $40, I would recommend doing that. I do think you get a special deal from us as well. Dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash grasshopper. I don't know what the special deal is. They change it often, but, uh, usually there is a special deal through our affiliate link. If you want to check that out. So again, you have a domain, you have Shopify, you have Google workspace and you have grasshopper. Uh, I believe if I am doing my math, right, we're at about a hundred dollars right there. Total investment to get going. Uh, some of those are recurring, of course. Uh, about 90 of that is recurring each month. Uh, the next thing you're going to want to do is actually like have a brand. So you're going to need a logo. You're probably going to want some homepage carousel images. You might want someone to help you choose some colors. Again, I don't think all of this is necessary, but some of it's probably going to be necessary. You could definitely go find free tools for all this. I'm, I'm not going to like tell you, you need to go spend this money. You can go find a color picker. You can go find a logo generator. Uh, and you can go find free stock images at Pixabay or Pexels or many of the free stock image sites. And you could do this all on your own. If you want to get it done quicker and maybe have something a little better looking than you could make on one of those free sites, go to Fiverr, get some branding made for your business. I don't think you need to spend more than $50 to get the voiceover actor and the branding on Fiverr. I think we used to say 25. Uh, we'll throw some inflation in there and say 50 bucks. I, I don't think you're going to need to spend more than more than that. John, is there anywhere else like uh, in that branding category that I'm missing of things that you might purchase while you're on Fiverr? No, I mean, any, anybody who does branding on Fiverr, I mean, they'll have packages where they'll say like, Oh, I'll do your, you know, your favicon or your social media banner or your, you know, I'll do you a letterhead or a business card or whatever. I mean, you don't need any of that stuff, right? Um, you know, if, if you wanted it, you can get it, but you're just going to pay more and you're not really going to use it for some time, if ever. Um, so yeah, 
No, that's about it. And like, I would say, please, unless you actually have some talent with graphic design, do not design your own branding. Please don't do that. I've seen too many people do that and it just looks horrid on your site. And I'm not going to say that you won't make any sales if you do your own branding or anything like that, but just kind of, you know, a little bit of effort there, I think goes a bit further and, and assuming that, you know, you know what you're doing um, is always a dangerous proposition if you haven't done it before. But so, do not take longer than 24 hours to get this done. Like there's no. no excuse for you to sit there and go, I don't know if the Lego's right or the color's right. It, it is bullshit rattling around in your brain, giving you a reason to stop. So get it done. Just go to Fiverr, pick somebody, get yep. your commercial rights, get it done. Choose your colors, get it over with. So that's 50 bucks. Again, I think we're at like $150 right now. The next thing you're going to do is actually build out your website, call suppliers. We've gone into that on other episodes. Once you have suppliers on board, you have products up on your site. Now we got to pay for traffic like that. That is the next step in this process. And you're going to want to do that on Google when it comes to high ticket drop shipping mm-hmm. and Bing. Uh, definitely don't sleep on Bing guys. Google's the first place you're going to go. Bing's the second place you're going to go. Uh, when you set up Google, they're going to say, hello there, friend. You would like to spend money with us. We would like you to spend money with us. And they're going to give you a coupon to get you excited about spending money with Google. Now, the first coupon they're going to send you is not as good as the second coupon they're going to send you. I want to make you aware of that. And this is where like uh, the you can start for less than 500 thing goes a little awry. The first coupon they're going to send you is spend $150, get $150. And so if you use that coupon, you're going to stay underneath that $500 that we spoke of. Heck, you might even be able to throw a theme in there and stay under the $500 that we spoke of. You're going to get $300 total dollars to spend on Google. And if you set up your campaigns properly, like we teach in Dropship Breakthrough, you should get a sale in that first $300 if you've done everything else uh, up to standard as well. If you've taken the time to make your images a little unique, make your descriptions unique, uh, talk directly to the customer, hopefully you got a little bit of remarketing running, capturing emails, things like that. You're going to get a sale in that first $300, hopefully, and then you're going to be able to use the profit from that sale to buy more ads, which gets you more sales, which allows you to buy more ads and gets that snowball rolling. Now, the second coupon, which will put you over the 500 is actually spend 500 will give you $500. This is a wonderful coupon. You're going to want to make sure you're in a place to spend that $500 because I believe you only have 30 or 60 days to spend that $500. And if you don't spend it, that they just cap it wherever you are and give you that same amount back. But if you can spend $500 in a good way on keywords you want to reach and they give you 500 more, uh, that's going to be a wonderful amount of money to get you going. So this kind of ties back to the question we had at the beginning, John, of like, hey, I'm going to buy your course. I want to come inside. How much money should I have prepared to go into business itself? So we just told you all the stuff you need to buy, right? That's, I think we got to like uh, $150 total uh, of the things that you need to buy to get up and running. And then it's Google ads from there. So spending 150, getting 150 sounds great. Spending 500, getting 500 sounds great. Where is the sweet spot, John, where you're like, hey, maybe allocate this amount of money to get your ads firing to a place where it is hopefully returning you cash that you can then reinvest in ads. We're not talking about taking money home and putting it in your pocket here. We're talking about having a sustainable business, which just means you're you're breaking even on acquisition at this time. Yeah, look, I mean, most people with the ads in the beginning, they're spending about 900 bucks a month. I think $30 a day. That's literally where we suggest people start. Now, some people will go a little bit above that, I don't recommend going a bit below that 
um, because you're just not going to um, get enough data coming in in any sense to make any reasonable assumptions about what's happening. Um, so that that seems to be the sweet spot and has been for a little while, to be honest. Uh, I don't think I've, I've changed that recommendation um, any time recently. Um, so, yeah, you could expect. And obviously, you know, you don't pay for that upfront. You're, you're paying for it as you go kind of thing. That's how, that's how Google charges you, you know, once you... Um, so over the course of a month, though, that's about what you would spend on ads in the beginning. Now, obviously, you make some sales. You can start to get an idea of, you know, like how much is it costing me to make each of those individual sales? Okay, am I breaking even? Am I doing a bit better than break even? Can I then allocate some more money to that to get a bit more traffic, you know, and start bumping it up from there? But that's, I mean, if you were sitting there thinking, what do I need to pre-plan for, you know, that's probably what I, what, where I would be, that, that expectation would be in an ongoing sense. Yeah, and I think we talked, uh, looking back here, I want to say episode 125, we kind of went through what did our first few months actually look like in each of our businesses. And I actually opened the kimono on my very first business. And so what John and I are doing here of like how much does it cost to start is getting you to start, like actually get the ball rolling. Uh, and that might not mean that you're a millionaire in the first couple months. Uh, hopefully it didn't just spoil everything for you. But like our goal here is to get the ball rolling. You have to get reviews on your site. You have to get people to know who you are. It's going to take a little bit of time. But the fact that you can get this business up and running and become an established player in your market, actually driving traffic to yourself in a short period of time for literally less than 500 bucks or less than $1,000, that's pretty amazing. And that's what I personally love about this business model. I think you're going to learn skills. You're basically getting a college degree without a college commitment, because you're going to have to learn how to run those Google ads, how to get started with SEO, how to do some conversion rate optimization, how to do copywriting and email marketing. And you're likely going to have to learn how to code a little bit in the back end of your theme to tweak some things every once in a while. And so if you can do all of that for a thousand dollars, which is probably what you spent on your last little vacation that you took, now you have an asset moving forward. Now you have skills that are leverageable. You're not, you know, I, I talked to my brother about this. Hi, Josh, if you're listening, uh, he drives a forklift still and I, and you know, he wants to make more money and I'm like, you're going to have to learn another skill. There's, they can get yeah. anyone off the streets to come in and learn how to drive that forklift in a very short period of time. You have no leverage. When we build these businesses, we're gathering skills that give us leverage and leverage is all there is in business. Uh, it will help you in so many areas and you're getting it hopefully at a cost where you're breaking even or making money in the beginning and actually learning real leverageable skills.